Hey guys, thanks for waking up with us for another episode of Our Not Simple Life Podcast. Today, the drink on the menu for Delaney and I is I had an ice macadamia latte. And I had a vanilla latte. From Perk Social. And we have a lot to unpack with this place. Mm -hmm. It's like almost in its own little town. There's like this, like it's an apartment complex with like parking garage, like park, like dog park, restaurants, arcade Mm -hmm. gym it's all it's like this little town it's like a group of like complexes and it has all these different things in there and i just wasn't expecting that when we mapped this place i was like i thought it was just a regular coffee shop you know and then parking was a bit of a mission but then once i found it i was walking around this place and i was like this is beautiful like you were saying lenny like it looked kind of like a movie set yeah it looked very like I mean, lack of a better word, it looked cookie, like cookie cutter, like yeah. neighborhood slash it like, again, it's not a town, like it's literally just a complex, but it was so big inside that it literally could be like a little town. The right. whole thing was just humongous, like inside. But this place, I believe, just opened in April, so a month ago. So yeah. it just opened. It looked very brand new inside. It was so nice, the aesthetic. I loved it. And it. They have a park social mm-hmm. and a perk social. Park yeah. social is like a restaurant. Honestly, we added it to the list because I would love to go back to this complex and check out another place. Mm-hmm. But yeah, very confusing because I ended up going to like the wrong place. But when we found it, like the vibe was amazing. Like, oh my gosh, like the, it was almost like tropical. Yeah. Like they had plants and like these like light, soft, like pinks and greens and oranges even the freaking soda fountain that they had was so bougie. I was like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. So aesthetic was amazing. Like, I could sit in there, like, all day. Yeah, and you know? we were saying that, too, because they have, like, obviously an inside, but they also have an outside where you can sit. Um, it kind of wraps around the place a little bit because it's on the corner of the building, so it just kind of does, like, a little corner wrap around. Um, there's so many places for you to sit. Um, but we were sitting outside and we were saying like, I could, I was saying I could literally sit there all day. Like it was that nice. People had their laptops and everything were working. Yeah, perfect place if you, if you need to get work done or you're doing, you need to do like homework or something. If you're in school, perfect place for you to just sit down and do all that. Yeah. Lots of different flavors too. They have a ton of different syrups, um, for their coffees and lattes and stuff. And honestly, I got zucchini bread, too, and that was really good. I got food. You got a croissant. How was mm-hmm. that? The croissant was good. It was a little It was a little flaky, but I've had flakier. <laughs> <laughs> not the flakiest. <laughs> not, the, not the flakiest, um, but the flavor of it was really good. I would probably get another one for sure. Yeah, for um, sure. It was good. And also, my girlfriend Layla went with us, and she took a picture and tagged their Instagram on there and uh, and obviously tagged us but the barista guy like came over i think probably like 15 minutes later because it's a five-day weekend for her because it's also her birthday weekend yeah also memorial weekend yeah and um he gave her like a little free pastry for her birthday because she had that. It was so nice. It was so nice. Like he came outside and like found us and gave it to her for her birthday. And like 
that is just going above and beyond. You know, yeah. he was so nice about everything. And I just think that that is just amazing customer service. The coffee, I'm not going to lie. It wasn't that sweet. I didn't taste a lot of the macadamia, but mm-hmm. I, I could have just went up there and asked for like an extra pump of it or something. But yeah. honestly, surprisingly, even though I didn't taste much of the flavoring, the coffee was still good. Like, I drank the whole thing, you know? Yeah, I still... Mine wasn't, like, super, like, sweet off the bat. And I think, because... I mean, I got oat milk in there. We all know that, you know, I love my oat milk. And I usually sub it in um, for milk. Um, but I think it was a little heavy on the oat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little heavy on the milk. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little heavy on there. Um, so it was just, it was very creamy. Like I could taste more of the oat milk than the actual coffee at mm-hmm. that point. Um, but so it wasn't like, I think it overdid like the sweetness cause it wasn't very sweet. Mm-hmm. So all I did was just add a, you know, a little packet of Splenda and I, that, I think that just did the job because after that I was completely fine. Um. But yeah, I mean, I would just, I honestly would go back for the customer service and the aesthetic. I mean, the coffee was good, but I think I would try something different. Totally, me too. I would give it a 10 out of 10. Yeah, I think think just like based off of the drink I got, I would give it a 9 out of 10, Mm -hmm. maybe a 9.5, but definitely would go back. We want to like live there. Yeah. Just so we can go like to all the, all the things. Um, But (laughs) don't get it twisted. It sounds expensive and it is expensive because we live into it. And I think what a studio apartment was like 2700 yeah, starting at. Starting at. So, so a little pricier to live there. But, you know, you can still go there and enjoy the coffee shop and go and enjoy Perk yeah. Social if you're in the San Diego area. Yeah, you don't have to live there to be able to go to those two places. So, yeah, um, yeah, there's the parking's more over by the Park Social mm-hmm. side rather than the coffee shop side. Their leasing office is humongous, and the coffee shop's right across from the leasing office. So, yeah. yeah. I definitely think it's worth checking out. But today we got a great episode for you guys. So we are going to be reviewing The Little Mermaid, and we're also going to be breaking down our most recent face-off for best live-action Disney character. So let's get into it. guys so if you follow us on instagram you know that we just held another face-off tournament and this was for best live action disney character and this was a good one we got a lot of people voting on this one so thank you guys so much if you were voting along with us honestly the results are pretty surprising yeah i would not have guessed this character to win this face-off tournament at all no like i would have thought maybe she would made it to the second round maybe the first round i don't know but Elizabeth Swan from Pirates of the Caribbean ended up winning our face-off tournament. And maybe it's the nostalgia. You know, like a lot of us that are voting, you know, like there were like, she was in four. There were five Pirates movies, but she was in four out of the five. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they were coming out consistently for like 10 years. So it was a pretty popular Disney series. So I guess I shouldn't be surprised as she was one of the main characters in it. But... It's been a while. I mean, I do like Kara Knightley and oh yeah, in that movie so much. Like especially the first one, because you know that's when we get introduced 
to Elizabeth Swan, that character. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, that movie is so old. It's like... Uh, in 2003. Yeah. Oh. Like, The Black Pearl came out in 2003, and then Dead Man's Chest, and then... But Elizabeth Swan, the character development, we always talk about that. That's Very strong character. Yeah. 10 years old. No, 20. Or... It's 20, oh, 20. 20. I'm yeah, so 20. sorry. Yeah, <laughs> 20. No, we're I, like... Wow. Wait, <laughs> are wow. we in 2013? Why? We're so old. <laughs> right. Um, literally 20 years old, but I think Elizabeth Swan, like from when you're first introduced to her, you know, the governor's daughter and like, she's like upper class to where she is. And the third movie, which is at world's end where she like is the pirate like leader or -hmm. something. She got voted as like the pirate leader of like the pirates were like strong character, you know, like it goes from like kind of like a damsel in distress to, like, no, I'm a strong woman, I can handle myself, and I'm the freaking leader of all these men. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, I think she killed the role. Uh, Kira Knightley killed the role. Elizabeth Swan is such a strong, powerful character. And, I mean, let's look at her role, like, run to, like, the top. So she went against Will Turner in the first <laughs> round, which they actually tied. So she oh. actually almost didn't even make it past the first round. So Elizabeth and Will tied. And we had a three-way in the second round with Elizabeth, Will, and Padme from Star Wars, Mm -hmm. which Elizabeth won. And then she went against Mulan, which she won. And then she ended up beating Cruella, which... Which Cruella. We've had Cruella now in, I think, three face-off tournaments. And she always gets so close to winning, Mm -hmm. but never wins. Like, I think eventually one day Cruella's going to have her moment. Yeah. But it wasn't today. (laughs) It wasn't today. I just think that, I mean, Cruella, like, is such an iconic character. Like, that movie is amazing. And what I can maybe think of it, like, is some people haven't seen that movie yet. Yeah. It's still very new. Well, you know what? Like, I'm not going to lie, and I probably have said this before, but I just thought Emma Stone was the weirdest person to be casted as Cruella like at first I was like oh that's weird but then watching it she does so amazing like she is so good like I don't know if she won an award for that or not but she should have like it was so good I watch that movie like frequently like it's so good it's one of those movies you can literally keep watching and keep enjoying like over and over because the storyline was so captivating the storyline and one of my favorite things about that movie is um the music the soundtrack yeah the soundtrack yeah the scores in the movie like i just really love like the music selection like yeah i agree like the music manager for that for that film was so good yeah i think that it really just fit the vibe of the movie perfectly but Cruella had, like, a hard, you know, run to the finals. She went against Maleficent in the first round and then defeated Sarah Sanderson in the second round, defeated Aladdin in the third round, and then ultimately got defeated by Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, she did pretty good, of course, made it to the finals. Um, Let's talk about Aladdin. I was kind of surprised at that one. I was surprised at him going so far. I feel like the live-action Aladdin movie is a little bit underrated. It's yeah. really good, but also I've only watched it once. Oh, really? I've only watched it once in theaters, and I haven't watched it again. So, like, oh. 
it was good, but I guess not good enough for me to want to watch twice, you know? So see, I really like that one. I like that one too. It's there's nothing wrong with it, but I guess that I, I don't know. I just haven't watched it again. I do want to watch it again after seeing like, you know, Aladdin go so far and everything. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm like, maybe I will watch that again because it was really good. It was really good. And I really did like, um, Naomi, Watts or no not Watts it's Naomi something Naomi something yeah I can't I know it but I just can't think of it right now but she played Jasmine in the live action so it was Aladdin versus Jasmine and I thought I really liked her me too um I thought Jasmine was gonna win that one and she's if you ever seen Lemonade Mouth she she's in Lemonade Mouth too like she was on Disney Channel Mm, I (laughs) love that she started there and she also you know, saying in Lemonade Mouth. So she obviously has a singing background, which is why, you know, obviously she was casted. I think she was the perfect fit role to play Jasmine. But so was, what was his, Mena Masoud or something. I probably butchered that name, but he he played Aladdin. he was very good as Aladdin as well. And he defeated Jasmine, then he defeated Cinderella in the second round, and then he he got defeated by Cruella. So... Honestly, like, pretty hard. Like the Cinderella and the Alice one, um, I feel like for me personally, that would be hard for me to vote just because I haven't seen either one of those. You've never seen Alice in Wonderland, the live action? I didn't see the live action, no. It's actually really good. I think you'd like it. There's two of them. There's the first one, and then there's Through the Looking Glass. Tim Burton directs them, I think. So I was actually surprised at Alice losing because I personally love those movies, Mm-hmm. And there were two movies. And Cinderella, I feel like that movie was a bit... No one really knows much about it. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was, like, one of the first, like, remakes of, like, the animated movies. Yeah. And I love the the girl that plays Cinderella. I think that she did an amazing job. Mm-hmm. But I was kind of surprised at her defeating Alice, to mm-hmm. be honest. Interesting. And then let's talk about your girl Padme. Uh, Even though when this movie came out, it wasn't Disney. Disney does own the rights to Star Wars now. Uh-huh. And I would love to see, even though Padme did unfortunately die, I'm like, I would love to see I, her like, come back. I'm like, I know it's like, it's probably just because it's Natalie Portman. Like, I don't know. Yeah. But I just love Padme. I love Padme. Padme is one of my favorite, like without Padme, the prequels would not be as good. I mean, she's an important role as to why and Darth I, Vader becomes Darth Vader. I'm like, and I don't know if it was just like good acting on her and Hayden Christensen, aka Anakin's part. Like their chemistry on screen was just very good. Yeah. And I just feel like I really just loved her. Yeah. Like I do love Carrie Fisher as Leia, you know, Leia but I think Padme is my favorite overall yeah. like for the women in star wars like True. i would say she's my favorite even yeah unfortunately she dies in childbirth i know oh, so sad so sad that but like such goals for her funeral you know <laughs> <laughs> but she defeated frank wolf from jungle cruise in the first round and then lost the three-way to elizabeth and will in the second round another one i want to talk about real quick is bell honestly guys we have our little like i don't tell Lainey my predictions, but I honestly would have predicted Belle to win the whole thing. You know, when I, and I only would say that, and unfortunately I feel like it's based on the actresses slash actors that play these people. And Belle's played by Emma Watson. Yeah. I mean, come on. I know. So iconic. Like, I love her. 
Um, so yeah, I kind of thought as well, like I either thought honestly Belle or like Corilla yeah. was probably going to win. Like it was between those, I thought, because Corilla is just like iconic. Yeah. Belle is played by Emma Watson, so I mean, come on now. But she, well, she beat, defeated LeFou in the first round. Yeah. And then got defeated by Mulan in the second round. Like, which Mulan was very good. Mulan was very good, but I did not think that that many people enjoyed Mulan that much. You Mm -hmm. know, it's one of those live action movies that came out during COVID, so it Mm -hmm. never got that theater release, but maybe that's why it was so popular. Right. Because everyone was cooped up and stuck at home. So they're like, oh, Mulan is on Disney Plus. Like, we're not doing anything else. So let's watch Mulan. Not saying that it was a bad movie because it was amazing. I've definitely rewatched it at least twice at this point. Mm-hmm. So I think definitely warranted. Um, yeah, I think this face off tournament was just super exciting. I loved, I honestly haven't, enjo- and I'm being just honest here, I haven't enjoyed a face off tournament like as much as this one in a while. Yeah. But it's because of your guys's like feedback and like voting along with us. It makes it more fun, you know, when mm-hmm. a lot of people vote versus like just, you know, a handful of people. Yeah. So thank you guys for voting. This was exciting. Elizabeth Swan came out of nowhere, won this face off tournament, but Pirates of the Caribbean is like literally like my probably my favorite Disney series. Like yeah. I just I love the Pirates movies. I would I would grow up actually going to watch them in theaters every mm-hmm. time they would come out. Right. So it's nostalgic, and I think that's probably why she ended up winning. But yeah, so we do have another face-off tournament coming soon, so make sure to follow us on Instagram and stay tuned for that. So we just saw the new live-action Little Mermaid. And, Lainey, what did you think of this movie? I actually, like, really liked it. I thought okay. it was pretty good. I think it was good, too. Um, there were Honestly, the original songs were a bit mediocre, I mm-hmm. have to say. Like, the songs that they added. You know how, like, they add, like, new songs to, like, the live-action? Some of them. Um... Some of them are really, really good because they're, like, more, like, contemporary and, like, modern, you know. Mm -hmm. But the new songs here kind of didn't, I don't know, they didn't sound as good as I I thought they'd be, you know. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I feel like the storyline was, you know, like the original. They really didn't change much of anything. Like, it was very, very, like, to the original story, which is good. And I have to say... Um, oh my gosh, what's her name? Haley? Who played Ariel? I think her name's Haley Bailey. Haley Bailey, that's what I was thinking too. She did a really phenomenal job. And I just, this movie, like, was already having a lot of backlash because of, you know, the color of her skin, which is ridiculous. I think that her as an actress, she was casted perfectly for this role. Yeah. And I think that's what it should be about. It shouldn't be about the way you look or anything else. It should be how good of an actress are you and how well are you going to play the role? Right. And she, her voice was so good for a part of your world. Like, I thought that that was amazing. Like, her, like, singing, her vocals, everything. She, like, did, like, a really good ode to, like, the um, original Ariel, but then put her own little, like, twist on it. Mm-hmm. So I thought that her, like, vocals and everything was just so good. You know? Yeah, I thought she was... She sounded, like you said, really good in part of your world. Like, 
I think that was just a really powerful scene. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, she just did her part, like, literally playing that role. Yeah. I think I liked... I don't know. It's been so long since I've seen the original but like when she first meets eric is it like fireworks and stuff like that yeah okay i thought that that scene was amazing the beginning of the movie was really really good like i liked her introduction i thought the beginning was really really strong um i loved that scene with the shipwreck i thought it was really powerful and really Mm -hmm. made you feel something and it really showed you, like, why she, like, fell in love with him. Mm-hmm. Because of, like, they were going through literally, like, the same exact thing. Yeah. You know? So, and I thought it was, you know, of course, classic story about, like, two worlds can't coexist sort of thing. And, you know, they need to come together. So that that was good. Um, what did you think of Melissa McCarthy as Ursula? So, I already thought, like, prior to watching it, like... It was a weird casting Mm -hmm. role. And I said this about Emma Stone um, in our face-off. About how I thought her being cast as Corella prior to seeing it was, like, weird. Same same thing with her being Ursula. um, Melissa McCarthy being Ursula. Mm -hmm. I thought she did actually a really good job. Mm -hmm. Um, I was, like, pleasantly surprised. I think I was going into it with no expectations. Other than, like, I just thought, out of all the people that could be casted for Ursula, I thought it was weird that they picked Melissa McCarthy, but mm-hmm. I wasn't ex- I wasn't expecting anything. Yeah. Um, but I thought she actually did a really good job. I liked how there was, like, little, like, she added little comedic parts in, like, the lines, mm-hmm. which was, like, funny. I liked that. Well, because Ursula's very, like, over the top, like, and she is a little bit funny, you know, like, mm-hmm. with the way she is. So I guess, like, when I was, you know, hearing the parts and everything, I was like, okay, wait, this works because of, like, Ursula's, like, unintentionally funny, Mm -hmm. you know, and she added, like, her own little things on it, like, to be really dramatic, like, when she was looking for the potions because she couldn't find it, and she's like, oh, there it is, you know, like, that was a little, like, fun kind of, like, part, you know? Yeah, and then, like, when she wants her to make the decision, she's like, this is... You got the whole package, honey. I know, <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, oh my god, I'm dead. Yeah, it, but like some part of me, I don't know, I think she did good, but some part of me still felt like there was something missing with the Ursula character in this. I don't know yeah. why. I I don't know what it is. I, I don't know. I think there just wasn't a lot of screen. I think it's the movie itself, even based on the original, but I feel like there just wasn't a lot of screen time for Ursula. Yes. And I do think she did have, like, a lot of really good moments, Mm -hmm. but I feel like in a lot of Disney movies, the the villain has a lot more screen time, where I feel like in this movie in particular, she doesn't get a lot of screen time. That's probably what it is. I think I was looking for, like, her as to be a bit of a stronger, like... Not to, like, skip ahead or anything, but, like, the ending scene. Mm -hmm. Like, it really didn't... I feel like I said, it's been a while since I've seen, like, the animated one. But I feel like... It's pretty similar to the animated one. Like, the way, the time period in that whole scene, Mm -hmm. it's all very similar. It was really fast. Yeah. Like, when she started, like, gaining the upper hand, I thought it was a bit interesting that the eels like killed trident or triton um 
Like, that was a little, like, wait, really? Like, he just, like, got electrocuted and now he's, like, kind of, like, dead or what? So, so <laughs> you two know? things. That and then the scene, um, not the scene, but when I don't, so these things I don't remember from the original and maybe uh-huh. it's just because I haven't seen it in a while, but I don't remember Ursula being Trident's sister. Um, oh, was she? Yeah. They said that? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know he, that. She kept saying, like, oh, it's your Auntie Ursula. Like, cause right. she basically, like, said that. She didn't never, like, said that he was her brother. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's what it was. Yeah, that that was interesting. I mean, I did want a little more, like, I know that they didn't explain it in, like, the animated. But I think that, like, these recreations of these movies, they can add a little bit more. I think they should have added a bit of background on why... Tri- like Triton didn't like her like what what would happen you know what I'm saying like maybe a little bit of like I think it was because she's a witch she's a witch like did she do something like I think they should have added something like that a little mm-hmm. bit of like um a little background a little background just for us to kind of understand like the history and the bad blood I think when you know the history I think it makes the storyline and like the rivalry if you will between Ursula and him to be a bit more like impactful yeah you know like it makes you care more about the why you know it, the why mm-hmm. was kind of blurry like oh like something happened like 15 years ago and he does he banished me it's like okay <laughs> you yeah. know well and so that didn't make sense to me because i was or i shouldn't say that makes sense i just didn't rem like i don't remember or that really just wasn't in the original uh-huh um and then, yeah, with Trident, like, the eels killing him, I don't remember that in the original one either. And then yeah. he just, like, came back to life after they, like, killed her, and I was like, okay. Yeah. So, I don't remember exactly what happened. Maybe he did, but I just don't remember. No, well, I remember this as much because, like, The Little Mermaid was, like, one of my favorite movies as, like, a kid. I feel I watched it, like, a million times. Mm-hmm. I feel like she did become, like, big and everything, but I think she made him, like, bow to her and everything. Yeah. And then Eric was kind of, like, took a boat out and stuff, and Eric was the one to impale Ursula, I Yeah. Think. And in this one, it was Ariel. Yeah. So that was a little interesting. I did like that twist on it, because that was more like a an ending to their sort of, like, you know, like, Ariel's kind of, like, revenge, if you will. Yeah. But yeah, like Trident. Is it Trident or Trident? Like Triton or Trident? I don't know. Because I can't remember now. Either one. Either one. The king. What like... I what I did like though. Uh huh. The scene I did like where I like I almost like sat up in my chair. I was like, ooh. I was like, oh, bitch. I'm yeah. like, what's happening? Is when she came running in when Ursula's disguised as the like pretty. Yes, woman. the cat fight. And, yeah, when she went to go rip that necklace off, I said, ooh. That's what I got excited <laughs> to. I'm like, oh, my gosh, then we love this. Like, I said, okay, let's get it started. Well, because in the animated one, like, Scuttle was, like, pulling her hair and everything. Yeah. And, like, obviously in, like, live action, you can't, like, do as much with that. So I think I think Scuttle is the one that took it from her in the live, a- in the original. Mm-hmm. But in the live action, it was Ariel, and she, like, threw that shit down, broke it. 
I thought, like I said, I think, like, not to skip around or anything, but I think the beginning of the movie was really good. Mm-hmm. Strong the, beginning. Strong beginning, a little bit of a lackluster, like, middle to end. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I try and go into these movies with an open mind, like you were saying, because they are going to be different from the originals. Like, yeah. as they should. They should evolve the story and make it make a little bit more sense. Um, but, yeah, I think that... The ending and, I mean, the date stuff was cute. The whole, like, her singing in her head was a nice touch, I think. Yeah. Because, you know, when you are, like, when you're a singer and everything, like, you do kind of, like, sometimes, like, have a song or sing in your head sort of thing. So I thought that was, like, a really nice touch. Yeah. Um, I but, I think his scene was a little weird. The Uncharted Water. Oh, the song. That's why I said earlier about the original songs. Like, his song... And Scuttles and Sebastian's rap. Oh, yeah, that was, was weird. Really, I'm sorry, but it was kind of bad. Like, it was just, it didn't. I understand his song because it makes you see that, like, not only is Ariel really obsessed with him, like, really wanting to meet him, he's, like, obsessed with her and wanting to meet her. So I guess it makes sense. It balances out. Mm hmm. But it was, it was kind of like the lyrics, the way it was sung. Like, yeah, I just feel like he had a good voice. He had a good voice, but I, I feel like he was trying to sing in an accent almost. Something was off with the song where I was like, this feels kind of like. I think the song. I think the song was just weird. The song was kind of interesting. Like at the end, he almost kind of like yelled. Yeah. About, like, wanting to find her. And I was like, this is sounding a little desperate. <laughs> yeah, it was sounding a little desperate. And I'm like, I understand that, like, you know, he's trying to find her and stuff. But, like, in the original, like, yeah, he wanted to find her. But they really, like, was heavy on, like, I need to find her, like, in this one. Yeah. And it almost sounded, like, a, like, a little desperate. Almost made him a little whiny. Yeah, and the carriages, too. Like, he's like, I'm sending out carriages. I feel like that wasn't that in, wasn't in the animated. So I feel like it was just a little heavy on him, like, needing to find her in this one. Which, like I said, is fine. And he barely, like an, I mean, like, you know, he barely sees her. Which yeah. is, I mean, like, that. that's still, like, you know, relevant. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. It was just, like, weird. But... I understand, like, obviously it's going to be different, like we said, but, I mean, overall, I thought it was good. I thought it was good, yeah, what did you think of Aquafina as Scuttle? I love Scuttle, I think that's my favorite character in this movie. Really? Okay. I thought it was, I thought they were, uh, she was funny. I thought she was funny, too, like I said, the song was a little, a little much, Mm. But, and, like, it was just, like, I guess it was... Well, the song was weird, but, like, other than that, like, the actual lines and stuff, like, talking and stuff, like, definitely, like, the comedic relief in this movie. Yeah. I really... I I remember I saw the trailers beforehand, and I thought they really, like, you know, just made (laughs) Sebastian and Flounder look real stupid. (laughs) You think so? I thought it was, I was like, oh man, they did them like that. But then <sighs> like watching the movie, like it grew on me because like they had a lot to do in this movie. So yeah. they were in it a lot. Mm-hmm. I think Sebastian was in it like almost the whole time. Yeah, Sebastian. I liked that actor. I think he did a really good yeah. job. 
of um Flandre was in it like kind of but yeah. not like the whole I think Sebastian was there more exactly I did like um Scuttle too in this movie I thought she did a really good job with the role it was just really different for me than the from the original so I think that's what kind of was like uh but like I get it you know obviously it's gonna be different um but I thought it was a good I don't know I feel like sometimes with the live action sometimes the animated one is better it's hard mm-hmm. to do a live action Little Mermaid. So yeah. I think that that's maybe where like the disconnect because it's a lot of CGI and everything. But like I said, I think that um, Haley Bailey did amazing as Ariel. Like she was a perfect actress, the perfect casting, had an amazing voice. I think she was literally the best part about it. Mm-hmm. You know, without her playing Ariel, it might not have felt as good of a movie yeah you know but she was like literally the perfect actress to play ariel like yeah, that innocent was. look that she had her facial expressions everything like i thought she did amazing so that part really really helped mm-hmm. but i don't know in terms of like i like i said i think melissa mccarthy did good yeah but um i did tell eric this prior to seeing the movie mm-hmm. i really wish they had like I still kind of do wish they they did. I wish they cast Queen Latifah as er, as Ursula. I think she she's already a singer, so I think and she's an actor. Mm-hmm. Like I think she just would have killed it. Yeah, like, she would. I think really would have knocked it out of the park. Where Melissa McCarthy did very very well. Yeah, but I think there could like I think Queen Latifah could have done a little better yeah i think so i think it definitely would have been interesting to see her i've never seen queen latifah play like a villain no so that would have been like interesting but yeah for like like i want to say that this was out of melissa mccarthy's comfort zone but then after seeing how she made ursula like pretty comedic i don't think this was so much out of her comfort zone because it still was like that kind of, like, comedy role, just more of a darker sort of comedy than she's otherwise, like, used to playing. Mm -hmm. But I thought that she did amazing as well. Um, Just, like, a little different. But like I said, you know, if you're going to see this movie and just want to hear the review before you see it, you have to go in with an open mind as you do, like, all these remakes because they are going to be different from the originals, Mm -hmm. you know, as they should be. I think that overall for this movie, rating... I think I'm going to give it like a 7 out of 10. I was going to say I was going to say 8, but I thought that was too low, but now that you said 7, I think I'm going to stick with my 8 because like I said, you know, I I'll watch it again when it comes out on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. I'll I think I definitely need to, but for the first time around for seeing it, you know, sometimes when you first see a movie like you love it. You can't stop thinking about it or talking about it. But then other times like with this movie, like it was good. But it wasn't something that I would necessarily be like, I need to go see that again, you know? Yeah. And I think, like, my rating might seem just kind of low, even though I said it was so good. Like, it it's because of, like, you know, when I know that there's someone better for a role or if, like, you know, some of the songs, like, the new songs that they put in there were kind of off, that's yeah. where that rating's coming from. Right. Because, I mean... You have the live actions like Aladdin and Cruella that have come out. And those, I easily give 10 out of 10 because 
the cast was perfect. Yeah. Like, even the new songs in those movies were so good that, mm-hmm. like, I don't look at it any different than the old ones. Like, yeah, I remember Jasmine's actress name now, Naomi Scott. Naomi Scott, yeah. Oh my god, I don't know how I just remember that, but in the beginning of the episode we were struggling, and yeah. now it just came to my head, I don't know how. But her song that she had in Aladdin, like, the I Won't Be Silent song oh, was yeah. so good. That's what I, I think that's what was missing, like a strong new song that you could be like oh my god i want to play this in my car when i get out of the theater exactly you know so that's that's where that comes in but honestly i still recommend seeing it yeah like i said like it's it's nostalgic it's fun like part of your world is amazing in this in this and it's such a powerful scene so yeah definitely even though our ratings might not be the best i still recommend going to see it Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. We really enjoyed reviewing The Little Mermaid with you. And if you guys haven't already, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Pod. Make sure to follow us on Apple and Spotify. Give us those five stars and we'll see you next Tuesday for an all new episode.